Welcome to Splatter Thoughts. Splatter Thoughts. Uh, it's going to be episode three. <laughs> we're glad you're here. I'm your host, Will. And I'm Easton. And uh, we're going to get right into it. And we're going to start with talking about paraferals. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I told you. Down now. <laughs> In case you didn't know what paraferals are, <laughs> that's the stuff that you can plug into a electronic device and it works alongside it, okay? So we're talking about plugging in your keyboard, your uh, mouse, your mic, your <coughs> computer. Uh, we're talking about plugging in your guitar or uh, keyboard into an amplifier of some kind. Uh, how do you feel about modern-day paraferals and how they get all connected, Easton? I want to go back in time with paraferals. Okay, all right. Modern time, I can't tell you anything, but... Uh, what were the first paraferals? I don't know, but I do know. Do you remember Cube World? No. It was it was these little like was it CDL? CDL games? Okay. But it was like two thousand and seven. Old school black and white screens. Okay. And you see there's different colored ones. Each one would have a cube man and that's his cube world. Cube man and cube world. And the whole point like a Tamagotchi. Was, yeah, and there was little games and shit or you could watch them live their life. Okay. But then there were other ones <clears throat> uh, that you could just like if you connected the orange and the blue It'd be like policeman, office man, and they'd interact, jump between cubes, and make this whole cube world with like a hundred cubes. With a police guy and an office guy. And maybe a whip guy and an athlete Whoa. guy, like whatever Whoa. guy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the fact that each one has their own world, connect them, it's a bigger world. Wouldn't they just play off of each other like that? Okay. Um, so that's my thoughts, like genuine. That's cute. Um, so you're saying kind of like objectively that, you know, it's blending all these different things into one thing and it all works together. Yeah. Or like pixel chicks. If you remember that shit, there was, pixel a, chicks. There was a girl version. Like there was like a submarine base boost. And these ones were cool. I this. never saw this. No, it was like a, yeah, it's a Betty Boop looking. Wow. No. And, uh, there were a bunch of different houses and sets. But it was an actual set with the CDL screen in the middle. That is so intriguing. And then it would be a, the 2D pixel chick interacting in a literal 3D world. Wow. It was really cool. But same thing. You could connect them all. Sorry. I you When you said what it was, I was like, things that connect to other things. Um, Would that count with CDL games or like, um, what was it? I mean, in a way. Amiibos. In a way, um, but it, it's uh, not things that are connecting to a thing to be used by a thing. Like most paraferals, it's just <clears throat> different electronic things connected to each other, um, which is kind of cool in itself. Yeah. So, <clears throat> you plug keyboard into your tower. That's a paraferal like, connection then, or has it be... Goddamn. I'm dying. <laughs> Don't do that. It's just coming. That's, the demon or something. It's not good for your health, out. man. Man. Get rid of it. You can only die once. <laughs> um, or does it have to be something that's linked that's like not supposed to work with that? No, I mean like a external hard drive would be a peripheral. Webcam mm. would be a peripheral. Uh, so peripheral Hey, is... iToy for the PS2. <clears throat> peripheral. Okay. That's a weird circle camera, right? Mm. That thing was... <laughs> I hated looking at that thing. I was like, wow, 
My TV grew a fucking eyeball. Yeah. My TV watches me now. He was jealous. Yeah. They were, they were girthy <laughs> little guys. Uh, so what's your question about peripherals? <laughs> How do you feel about their connectivity? Could I count like a VCR? Uh, that VCR be a peripheral is a to the peripheral TV to the TV, yeah. Okay. It is. Yeah, okay. So just in general, peripherals. Yeah. <laughs> what's my thoughts on peripherals? Not the history of it. What's your favorite? Just not peripherals. What to do. <laughs> what it is. <laughs> what it to do, you. I could be like, it just doesn't. <laughs> Another thing. <laughs> How many things can you paraphrase? So many. But one time. Do you just add an extra L at the end for everyone you plug in? One time like I paraphrase. had. Oh. <laughs> one time I had uh, so many paraphrases plugged into my car. Mm-hmm. I had like this utility thing that like ran power um, and lights. Um. And then it also had speakers plugged into it, computer speakers. Yeah. Um, and then I also had like a little, uh, DVD like player thing uh, and something else. It, it's all ran into one thing in the car, probably ate the battery up, something fierce, but, uh, yeah. I was able to like run like dual sound with like video and, uh, light show and some Oh, crazy it was like, stuff. uh, oh, what was it? Fast and Furious <laughs> Tokyo Drift, the dude with the speaker van. It's a lot like that. Yeah. I loved seeing the car that had the PS2 in the, uh, like, GPS screen. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. That was a good timeline, like, uh, Pimp My Ride and uh, West Coast Customs. The only problem is that apparently it was all fake. It made us do cool stuff to cars as a generation. Oh, it gave us tuners in America. <laughs> but uh, apparently the show itself was all bullshit. Like, they'd invest, like, a few grand into each car out of, like, you know, paper mache and, and bull crap, and, and then they'd pull it all out. Before oh. they gave it back to the people. <laughs> they didn't even get to keep the stuff in their car. Why? They can't even keep the paper mache. <laughs> Would that just be like a punch you in the face if they didn't clean up your car? They'd make it look really cool. And then they pull all the screens and all the tech and all the yeah. niceness out of it. And be like, here's your beater back. Which is <laughs> different looking. <laughs> you guys want our set I'm just going to cut this part out from three, two, one. To Chris. It's Finnison. It's P. Diddy. It's Biggie Smalls. It's Coolio. (laughs) 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 And that's how you know. All right. Three, two, one. We're going to talk about being young and under the age of seven now. (laughs) Okay. You were once. I experienced six. Been there, done that. <laughs> How was three for you? Mm. At three, I remember sitting behind a rocking chair or a recliner, lazy boy style kind of thing. Yeah. And I could see that on the TV was uh, Scooby Doo. I really liked Scooby Doo growing up. Did you? <laughs> I did. Uh, Shaggy was my favorite. 
Not that I didn't mind the rest of the gang or Scooby-Doo himself. Yeah. But uh, Shaggy was so chill and laid back, I really uh, enjoyed an element of that. Idolized him. No. Became. I, <laughs> I, I would not say that. I would say that uh, there were elements of his personality that was cool to be able to tap into. Explain. Um, well, you know, you have uh, people in your life that uh, you can kind of model some behaviors after. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and you can kind of uh, adapt uh, in similar ways that they adapt to situations and, uh, you know, life would have. <clears throat> um, but moving into uh, the same vein of my childhood and, like, growing up on, like, creepier stuff like Scooby-Doo, my mom had me watch It when I was, like, four. Pet Cemetery. That was my first scary movie. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> my, my. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I remember a dude hanging out in the storm drain like, fuck that, you know? I, I remember the bleedy sink in the, in the bathroom, mm-hmm. and, you know, as a little one, I was like, I hope blood don't come out of the sink every time I go wash my hands. <laughs> and every time I'd walk on the street, I'd be like, I hope there ain't a fucking crazy-ass clown guy hiding in the fucking storm drain. Don't look at me. <laughs> Oh, like, fuck that. I'm not going to be cool just with hits that. you with the whole... But because uh, Scooby and the gang... Because Scooby and the gang always conquered their shit and handled it. Like, yeah. No matter how scared they were, they still, like, fucking won at the end of the day. I had that mentality about me. I was like, fuck clown, dude. I will kick him in his little nostril face. <laughs> <laughs> I will run up there. Why is your face so small? Head so big? so small compared to my foot, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> And, and uh, I think my parents, like, noticed that I had, like, this, like, uh, almost, like, silly courage about me. And, yeah. And uh, I like that they, they found uh, <laughs> this, like, board game. came with a VHS. Speaking <laughs> Jumanji. Of, speaking of VHSs. <laughs> <laughs> and then being a parapheral. Oh, parapheral board game. <laughs> they put this VHS in there, and it was, like, these videos of this guy telling you to do stuff in the board game, but it was, like, this weird-looking guy, like, staring through the TV <laughs> and, like, yelling, like, you! And they were trying to you freak me. You and all your friends of tr- up to eight players! <laughs> yeah, they were trying to freak me the fuck out with this guy on the board game, and it worked the first couple times. I'm not gonna lie. I would, like, I would be, like, behind the couch, like, fuck! This guy's my, talking to me from the TV. My, my shit, my pants again. Let's play it back. He'd be yelling at me, but uh, it only worked like twice. Because on the third time, <laughs> third time I saw this motherfucker on the TV, I went up, I stood like two inches from the TV, and I said, "No, you, motherfucker!" <laughs> 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 All right, so just play by play, he would be like, "Hey, you, and hey, you, tiny dude, hit me with it." <laughs> I'd be like, fuck, why is this dude yelling at me from my television uh, screen? Number three. Number three, where he got all mad at him. He's like, fuck you. Number, <laughs> number three, I was hey like, you. more. Yeah, you know what I did? I looked, I had no tell. <laughs> I and have I'm no gonna, tell. I'm gonna That's called a callback. Check out episode two. That's called a shameless plug. <laughs> Tell me something about your childhood. Wait, I want to hit you with um, 
I have two scars on my head from the same incident. I want to share this one with you. So I have one under my chin, which makes it really weird right here to like grow hair. So I have like a weird bald patch. Mm. The other one is like either above or just under my lip. Okay. Is like an extra little line there, a little indent. And uh, it's the first snow I can remember. Okay. I open the black or. The black? <laughs> I open. What's that? I open the glass screen door. I go run outside, slip on ice. I slam. Probably loud. I'm sorry. <laughs> I slammed my face, my chin, on the uh, wood panel. Dang. My mom said she could see the meat. <laughs> yes. Grossness. Yeah. <laughs> but when I, don't I like hit, the miners that were squishy. <laughs> When I hit my front teeth, fucking went through my lip. Mm. When I started crying, <laughs> rip it out, crying even harder. Ironically, seven years later, my little brother, exact same fucking thing. We share the same lip scar. Same Intriguing. Lip. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Both biffed in a similar fashion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just, just another thing to clarify yeah. is that uh, non-ninny is the polar opposite of a ninny. And <laughs> I was going to call you a ninny for taking my call back. But I'm a non-ninny, is the thing. Non-ninnier. <laughs> yeah, I, I do non-ninnian. <laughs> <laughs> you ninny-lonians. Sonic, the hedgehog. Yes. Is blue. Oh, dude, okay. <laughs> so, um... Sonic 2 went hits peak popularity. Okay. Caught the attention of Michael Jackson, I'm why? pretty sure, and he helped out on it was either Sonic 3 or Sonic CD. But why? In the Moonwalker album, because he just loved Sonic. And he offered to actually do all the music, and that's what the Moonwalker album is. And you're trying to tell me that the Moonwalk is relative to Sonic the Hedgehog? Nah, just cool fact. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> I know, I know, was it fake? I wish that Sonic had a high-speed moonwalk. <laughs> That'd be sick. They need to make a Sonic game where he's backwards. <laughs> Just killing it. Look, look, look how fast I can run backwards, motherfucker. I just want him to be in the next Just Dance game and you have to do, like, cartwheels and shit or, like, do a somersault. And that's where this is America. I don't know how successful people would be at all that. I don't know, but the other thing I was going to say was that... Just <laughs> <laughs> being real. <laughs> I don't know how many somersaults anybody's done lately. <laughs> the roles they deal with throughout the bakery. <laughs> <laughs> um, I used to have a call back. So... This was even before I was fat. The chick always called me fat ass. Mm. And, uh, Not cool. We're, we had to learn French in Canada up to like the seventh grade. It's mandatory. Rendezvous français? Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to try talk to you because I have my sorry. I was in grade four. I started flunking hard enough and everything else that they were like, fuck it. You don't get banned or French anymore. Catch up. And they forced me to catch up. So I got out French and music and all that other bullshit. Okay. So I didn't have to deal with learning a recorder. Because <laughs> screw that. Somebody gave me a recorder in like a Play Montessori school or something. Yeah. One year. And uh, 
I looked at that thing, and I was like, I don't, I don't want anything to do with that. They were like, no, we're going to teach you how to play this. And I was like, no. <laughs> I've heard what these things sound like at their best. <laughs> I, I don't need to be any kind of adept, even, player uh, <laughs> at this plastic pipe. <laughs> I flushed it down the toilet and got in a lot of trouble. <laughs> uh, and, and when I say flushing down the toilet, it did not go down the toilet. It just kind of sat there and spun a lot. <laughs> That's why I got in trouble, so they could find where it went. Oh, why didn't you, like, it broke just, into, like, four pieces. I just wanted to get rid of it. You got into smaller pieces. It could Not this one. It's solid. Oh, you had one of the shitty ones. It was the, like, terrible. The one that was, like, didn't they have one that was, like, green and see-through and shit? It was bad. <laughs> I didn't want it, so I told my mom I wanted to take Taekwondo instead. Yeah. I got a lot of trouble for the recorder incident, um, but they did, because it was Montessori school, allow me to try and change my thing to Taekwondo, but I could never even get the white belt. No, why? I couldn't remember that, the isn't that five just paragraphs or some crap that they fucking... expected my seven-year-old butt to know. I did, um... I, I did karate. I did karate, and that you just had to sign the papers with your parents saying, I'll pay, and you got the white belt. <laughs> yeah, not my class. <laughs> my teacher was like, yeah, this so, kid flushes yeah. recorders? <laughs> I'll show him. Let's say him pledges allegiance to Taekwondo. <laughs> you better know this five-paragraph Taekwondo thing, or you can't even start kicking right. <laughs> I would, it was actually, it's funny, it made me sit out. So I would just, like, watch all the kids do their stuff. Mm-hmm. And then reenact it, and I was pretty much doing it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Just as good as the black belts, because it didn't matter who was doing some stuff, I was going to do it to the side over there. (laughs) (laughs) So, you were probably the dude that, like, or the kid that was like, John Love Van Damme, i seen that kick. I can do that. Yeah. I was like Sting coming down from the rafters. Uh, I was a little wild child. (laughs) Flushing recorders like a badass. <laughs> <laughs> Spreading rumors about you and the substitute teacher. Hell, that was a little prior to this. What? Why was... <laughs> and the way you shared your stories, the recorder made you feel more like a badass than you pimping your teacher. <laughs> when you did that younger. Oh, yeah. no, this is new. Is it new? It's a little elephant. Yeah. You're saying I, I toned it down. That's you toned it on. down, but you were like, this is so much cooler. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, let's go back a little further. It's like, um, <laughs> dare. Age three, probably. Okay. Uh, it's my third birthday party. I'll never forget it. <clears throat> I was running around, like, flirting with all my mom's friends. <laughs> not not the people at the party, but your mom's friends. The uh, yeah, the who, young who, ladies that my mother knew. Who is your favorite? I don't remember any of them, but damn, I would hide underneath tables and like put my head out and be like, "Hey." <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it was super groovy. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking Chucky Terrifying. trying to peek up skirts. Terrifying. <laughs> but uh, one of the girl's daughters like rolled around on the floor with me. Yeah. Loved that. And my mom was like, what are y'all doing? The little girl went, we're having sex. <laughs> I didn't you're, even know what that was. Dude, your first time was three years old. It explains everything. Wow, you're... 
Makes sense you couldn't touch the recorder. It just wasn't your thing. I was uh in that same kind of timeline, I was a little little butt. Uh I would uh run out into the neighborhood. Uh we probably lived in like some kind of apartment complex. Yeah. I would run out into the neighborhood and play with all the neighborhood kids like every morning and my parents had no idea where I was. And like the neighbors and the cops would bring me home all the time. Uh <laughs> true talk. And uh it probably scared my mom half to death, sadly. Uh, but I remember one morning I went to like go downstairs and sneak out of the house and I had like this system where I'd like grab like one of the big tall chairs from the kitchen and like take it to the living room, put it up to the door and unlock both deadbolts and like the lock lock <laughs> and flip all that. I knew how to do all of it. And I was uh, getting ready to get myself going out of there one morning when I was like, wait, I don't think there's anybody here. What do you mean? Yeah. Like I was like, my mom's not here. My dad's not here. Yeah. All of a sudden, I don't want to sneak out. I was fucking petrified. <laughs> it's like, wait, it's one thing if I choose to sneak out. <laughs> but, but if I'm in my house and my parents are gone, what the fuck is this? That is not Did okay they with sneak me. sneak out? How dare them abandon me? <laughs> It better return when the streetlights come on. I started having a meltdown. And it's like I was paying. It was me paying for what I'd done to my parents in the same timeline. Like, this was my karma as a child. I was like, fuck. I was freaking the fuck out. And then all of a sudden, like, this massive, like, mound starts moving on the couch. And I'm like, whoa. There was my Nana. She, like, unearthed herself from, like, (laughs) three or four blankets and a giant pillow. She'd been there the whole time. I was having my little freak out in the middle of the floor. No doubt, probably screaming about, how could they? Even though I kind of did the same thing every morning. (laughs) (laughs) That's when pogs were cool. (laughs) Why do I know that? Flashbacks. Do you remember Wormoth String? No. No? Oh, dude, it was... I remember seeing a dude at the mall with, like, fucking five worms, like, orange, purple, bright fluorescent colors, just, like, crawling all over him and just chasing his other hand and shit. And they were doing flips, and it was just crazy, like, marionette with a bunch of tiny worms and just worm on a string. This sounds nuts. And they charged you, when they first came out, like, 40, 50 bucks. Hey, this is your worm on string. This is your pet worm. That's a lot. It was fishing wire and maybe 50 cents worth of, like, just foil and shit. But uh, my parents would always say no, and I was always decimated. I'd see those. You remember those RC cars where the wheels could, like, turn and shit if it ever rolled over? Yeah. Yeah. Flipsies. Yeah. I fucking love those things. I always wanted I couldn't. Those were the mall kiosks. You can go to Target right now. I think you can get them for, like, 15 bucks. Yeah. And the Wormoth string, we found them at a dollar store for, like, two. Yeah. But still couldn't have it. No warmer string for you, boy. <laughs> it cost so you much. You're playing with this toy. I just still can't afford it. You saved the one for you. <laughs> <laughs> I want it so bad. <laughs> yeah, you take matters into your own hands. As a grown man, remember you have no towel. Never have a towel. Always naked. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I mean, air drying has <laughs> its. Sometimes you just gotta, like, spread air it out. <laughs> Throw the fan on there. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever have a, a nice toy breeze. you could never get, though? A toy I could never get. <laughs> oh, my mom is calling me. Hello, Mom. Oh, why is my Bluetooth on? Hello, Mom. 
Why do I want video? Um, because I found you this way so that we could video talk. Oh. Can I call you later tonight? Why? Because I'm doing a podcast thing right now. Fine. I'm expanding my horizons. Do you want to say hello? Hello. Hello. <laughs> All right. Goodbye. Okay, bye. That was cute. That was so cute. <laughs> I loved that. I'm calling you on Facebook because we can do a video. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mom. She's... Maybe just not right now while I'm in this crazy looking studio yeah, thing yeah. that you're probably going to ask more questions about and we're not going to get derailed. Why, why? I have no towel. What does that even mean? Get ready for this shit. <laughs> you want to sit down. We're going to have to spin you back to episode two. <laughs> just play this, come back. We'll talk after. Um, <laughs> Did you ever have like... A game, toy, anything like that that was just out of reach? Not really. I mean, I steadily stayed about a generation behind on consoles. Yeah. And you'd think that that would really suck and make me feel like, oh, I don't have the latest and greatest. <laughs> I need it. What was really cool was that I could, like, buy games for the last gen console for, like, $10 or less on average. Yeah. And I'd have, like, 50 games. And other people would have a new console and, like, two games. And they'd be bored out of their fucking minds. Because all they could do is hammer the same two games a hundred times. Dude, the N64, when it came out, it had two games. It was Pilot Wings and Super Mario. Okay. That was it for seven months. There wasn't another game for seven more fucking months. <laughs> That's too long. I, I became so good at pilot work. Like that, yeah. I have lost it. <laughs> I had somewhere to go. Already? Yeah, oh, I know. Okay. I know. I'm... Well, welcome back. Thank you. Uh, uh, game uh... development. <laughs> yeah. Who's your favorite game developer? Ah, uh, shit. Uh, honestly, I'm going to go with Sega. Sega? Yes. Okay. Which games? Oh, they're fantastic. Like, they do all the initial D arcade machines. Mm-hmm. Those things are fantastic. Wild. Fucking... Okay, game development, Sonic. Mm-hmm. We're going back to Sonic. Call back to episode three, five minutes. <laughs> I'm going I'm to drop that. Dragon drop. <laughs> <laughs> Let me reinsert it here. Artificial length. <laughs> okay, one thing I love about game development was um, Sega learned from their mistakes. Mm-hmm. Or at least got better <laughs> with them for the first three games. Like the first one, people don't remember, you didn't have the spin dash. Wow. You didn't have, no, you didn't have that in, no. in the get? No, so you were rewarded with speed, right? Yeah. So if you did good in a level, that's how you earned yourself the loop-de-loop. Yeah, yeah. When he changed to his fast speed running, that's when you know you're doing fantastic. Mm-hmm. The first level can be beaten in like 30 seconds. Wow. It's a fucking huge level. It was shitty because by episode two, you're just sitting there and waiting, and there was nothing else you could do about it. The second game, they added a bunch of shit where there was different paths. There was almost always three. If you were shitty, you'd always fall to the bottom path, and it was always the hardest to punish you. The top was the fastest, because it wasn't a matter of being good at the game. Like, Mario, if you're good, you see a new level, you can beat it. Yeah. Sonic's was about memory, so, like, you'd have to keep doing the same path to get better and better, and then you're rewarded with that speed by getting better. <laughs> yeah. So they actually learned from Built that shit on itself. that. Yeah. And the other cool thing that the development team did was, like, in Sonic 2, they did the first, Sonic 3, they boosted it. 
but there was parallax scrolling. And what parallax scrolling is, is if you have two objects in the background and you're moving and you see both of them moving, the furthest one away looks like it's going a lot slower than the closer one. You can tell it's closer because it's moving faster. It's closer to you. It's going at your speed. Yeah. So you measure distance with that shit. <laughs> yeah, just like a beautiful illusion that we're able to like. Yeah, and then they get could... you feel like you're going fast, like full oh. flash mode. Oh, making a 3D world in the background by seeing how far it goes. Like in some of them, you would see the next level in the background on that third. That's cute. <laughs> yeah, and it made sense. You're like, oh, this is the world we're in. We can keep going. Yeah, reminds me of some stuff they did in Kirby back in the day. <laughs> kind of like bringing all the things together there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, how, how does this relate to uh, space measurements and uh, right. stars? <laughs> okay. So parallax scrolling was to make things feel like it was bigger than it was. That was used off of, well, the thing to parallax, which is a measurement between planets, stars, by seeing how fast it moves compared to something else. We know the sun takes 24 hours to circle, or us to go around the sun. So we know that's 24 hours to go around. We know how far the sun is. Well, now you can just cut it in days. How many days would it take to get to this planet by how fast it circles us? Mm. Quite the system. Yeah. <laughs> they use it for a bunch of shit. So they took the idea of parallax measurements to make scrolling, and well, now we can see how far the stars are when we look at them. What about... Uh parallaxadaisical paradox that we could percept. What do you mean? Are you talking like fourth dimension shit? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, I'm talking about how like they say that you and your like focus mm. and like your perception of you know your general environment at a certain time has an effect the cause on like time and speed like your involvement and perception yeah. of things don't necessarily go the same speed and time as you know everything else around almost like how they'll say like an athlete's in the zone everything slows down for them and yeah. shit like that yeah. exactly yeah is that you actually have your own little bending influence on time and speed just by perceiving it it's kind of like the same thing like uh in experiments and trials, if there's an observer of said experiment and trial, it changes everything. Yeah. Uh, you know, because it's like each individual has this input. Yeah. On what's around them. Each one's biased to something else. Yeah, but it can create a different outcome. Yeah. But that follows along with the butterfly effect and shit, too, then. No? In a way. Cause and effect, everything is related. Yeah. Um, if you want to talk butterfly effects, we kind of would have to demonstrate into alternate dimensions and some other crazy stuff. So maybe we see yeah. that for episode four. Uh, okay, let me at least <laughs> ask: Do you see it as like a time shift, string theory, fucking dimensional plates? What do you? What's your thoughts on that? Uh, for how our time works. Einstein said that due to relativity. Mm -hmm. Everything time-wise is on one plane. Okay. And I thought about that a lot. Over time, it kind of made me think, like, well, if time is all on one plane, like, you just imagine, like, a big, like, sheet of time. Mm-hmm. And it's all one thing. Then I was like, then doesn't everything 
have to always happen? Or, like, doesn't everything always have to be happening for it to be? Or it wouldn't? <laughs> like, if it's all one thing uh, that is. Yeah. And so, with his, like, generalized theory of relativity and time being just one concept, one span, then, to me, alternate dimensions almost had to also be a thing. Uh, because there has to be something a split so for not, each nothing. different thing that could have happened or be happening. Yeah. Um, so, it's almost like the Spider-Verse, I guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alright, before I touch that, I think I've now officially dropped every th- there's something in every episode. <laughs> I've caught it early on enough. It's not gonna happen again. <laughs> it's gonna happen again. He's a dropper. <laughs> Robert, do you remember Love Guru with Jacques Lecoq Grande? I loved the Love Guru. Can't tell you anything about that movie specifically. No. Just remember him like making his dance moves and putting his knees and thighs and ways. Yeah. <laughs> I um, would not. <laughs> it fucks with me because the, the main side character, his name was Roanoke. Oh. So I always think about that every time. Um, just want to put that in your head. Let that stay there forever. The thing I love hated the most was uh, I think it was Justin Timberlake played Jacques Lecoq. That makes sense. I'm remembering now that you're saying it. Yeah, and I just remember a part where Love Guru's trying to deliver a letter, but he had to kill the dude's safety rooster. What's a safety rooster? It was just an attack chicken. <laughs> oh, and was you a... know it's funny when you say attack chicken. I totally get it. Yes, and when you say safety rooster. <laughs> There's like two different things of the same thing. What's <laughs> the exact same thing? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fucked up. Is it a lawyer or an attorney chicken? <laughs> did or did not cross the streets. Was there a street to begin with? Chicken or the egg? Egg or the chicken? <laughs> Both. Um. <laughs> but no, I remember he was like doing his hip thrusties at the chick. He's like. You want me to make you a Quebec pizza? <laughs> it's a pop there with the ketchup. <laughs> oh my. That's something. Uh, we have to rewatch that movie. <laughs> Apparently. What the fuck? <laughs> Apparently we do. Um, how do you feel about Newfies? Uh, um, see, I was in Alberta where. Female Fat Albert. Yeah, where we were hated. So, like, it's weird to talk about. Hate speech, hate crime, all that shit. I've seen it. (laughs) And so everyone knows it's a socialized healthcare and everyone's hit with taxes dependent on how much they make. And what happens is each province, state, is uh, taxed according to how much they made Canada for their income. Intriguing. So they all have their own little economy Mm -hmm. and own government that feeds just their area. Okay. Right? But wow, that could really have major significance. Different. Alberta had the oil money. Okay. So, because they had the oil, Albertans would often pay more. But then everyone thought the Albertans had this idea of like, oh, we're the higher class. We're we need the bigger houses, the fucking the Texan living. Everything must be bigger. <laughs> 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 
like to the point of, I remember I went to a business ceremony with my dad and it was all the way in Ontario. So we went from Alberta, invited out, went to Ontario, all the way across the entire uh, country. They call my dad to go up to talk about his business, what he's done, what's actually helped with shit because yeah. business. He walked up on stage and like, oh, you're Albertan, aren't you? He's like, how the fuck did you know? Wow. Your walk. That's like fat Albert and Tim Burton had a baby. <laughs> he walked. <laughs> yeah, it's how he walked. How? Um, other than that, in Alberta, almost everyone there has steel toe boots. That's just what you wear. Uh, can't explain why. But everyone has a... Albertan. Yeah, yeah. But everyone had a harder step. They'd have their shoulders like actually tucked back and wow. look forward when they walk. Okay. Yep. So straight Texas. Ontario. Canadians. On average, would look at the ground. They'd walk quieter steps or they'd hunch over a bit more. Weird. BC is more laid back, a little bit more swagger, but nothing aggressive against it. <laughs> like, hmm. So you can tell which province are from just off how they walk. Intrigued. What's the new few walk? They just stay on their fucking island. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. If, <laughs> they're fucking flying. They're good swimmers. <laughs> but, uh, but no, the fucked up thing was, so we did insulation. And when a hole goes into the ground, we know there's six months until the insulator can get inside because framing or electricity, all that shit, they stop digging holes. Okay. Well, like, okay, there's four holes down. Okay. Two holes have been built. Okay. These ones have been abandoned. Oh, dang. No more were made. Wow. All right. We have to sell the house and say our goodbyes. Because there hasn't been a time that Canada stopped building. Like, the reason that was such a high immigration thing is to just help fill houses at this point. Gotcha. And, uh, uh, okay. We know there's six months until we see a chance at another house and that's if they build within that six or if they built today. Wow. So to a halted. Yeah, so we saw what was coming early, lucky us. I wonder if this was around like oh eight. No, this was later. This was uh end of like I think it was mid twenty nineteen. Wow. Okay. Twenty eighteen. Yeah, it was twenty seventeen was a longboard trip. Twenty eighteen was this. Twenty nineteen is when I met Brooklyn. Okay. And, uh, cool. yeah, but what happened was my mom, my sister, and my brother, my parents were already split this time for about two years. And the three of them went to New York to be with her fiance. Mm -hmm. Me and my dad grabbed tents and we went to British Columbia. Cool. We had hotels, shit like that first, tried getting jobs and we literally just kept hopping towns and almost mercenary insulation. <laughs> yeah. Straight nomadic. And uh, it finally came to the point where the housing session starts sending people back to their provinces because they would go to Alberta to work on the oil rigs, go back home, right? Mm. Well, they started moving out of Alberta, going back home. And I remember our boss screaming, these motherfucking Albertans are coming to take our jobs. They should just kill themselves or stay where they are. Damn Halliburtons. And me and my dad were like, yeah, fuck Alberta. That's <laughs> funny that's funny yeah so that was that whole adventure that sounds like uh, america's gripe with mexicans trying to take their jobs yeah yeah that's how bad Damn that's how dumb it was albertans dude i don't understand the difference in the border between mexico and canada um 
I'm a dual citizen, right? Yeah. I have a social in both. Yeah. When I flew to America, I was stuck in customs for nine hours because they kept telling me that I don't belong there. That's too long. I'd just jump the fucking border if it was easy. Wow. Wow. <laughs> it was so bad. That's It makes flying back and forth hell. Yeah. I only crossed the border to go to Canada a couple times. I know it was a big debacle both times. Um, one was to go to that slightly worse sea world. <laughs> sea land. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they were really inhumane over there. <laughs> <laughs> There's no water for the fish. <laughs> it was pretty bad. It was a good show, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I did enjoy it. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say yeah. I wouldn't have uh, done it again, but... I do have... Okay, I got... Off the side, talking about fish and all that shit. Now I have a weird ass question for you. Um, us, like humans. Yeah. There's a lot of theories going around that keep expanding now about like, ev- there's evolution and creationism, right? Mm-hmm. We are because we are, or we evolve through time with what we were. Yep. Then there's a new one that started coming up with alien theorists and everything. Oh, yeah. Like the Anunnaki came and, like, gene bred us and test tubes with different kinds of animals and stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> you were so quick with it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but my, my question for you is, uh, what do you think we were? Is it creationism, evolution, pre-breeding? Or even mine, my theory that I went off of was uh, we're an introductory species. Okay, from some other place? Mm-hmm. Kind of like how the uh, Asian snakehead fish came over here and just destroyed Brazil's rivers. Gotcha. So evolution itself, from like the monkey perspective and Darwinism and all that, has been disproved recently. Okay. Uh, you can look it all up. Yeah. Um, we did find out that there are a level and uh, sequence of uh, kind of micro evolutions, if you will, that do transpire just between uh, a species or or life source, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, like the over finches' time. beaks, the micro changes. Very very small stuff. It's almost what I would refer to as adaptability. Okay. Uh, rather than evolution. Um, just kind of modifications of, uh, the being to kind of better suit its environment. Um, and and we see this, remind me that later. Okay. Uh, Jawline. Okay. We see this in, uh, the new Pizzlies or the Growlers or whatever they want to call them. It's a half grizzly, half polar bear. Yeah. Um, because the polar bears had to migrate south due to our crazy climate and the grizzlies, had to move north due to hunting and poaching. Yeah. Um, and now there's actually a new bear that is the, the breed of both of them. And these kinds of bears, uh, mind you, had branched off in the gene pool and could were not thought to be able to breed. Yeah. Um, there's uh, some sea animals that have done this recently, too. Uh, I'm not really sure which, but it shows us that these microevolutions over thousands of thousands of years and little adaptabilities can change things uh, to where, uh, so to speak, two things can become a new thing. Yeah. So there's that. Um, I personally believe in uh, creation, um, and and that is also to go back to uh, the early Jews uh, in Hebrew 
uh, said that human itself, the word, means of the image of God. Mm. Uh, so, like a reflection of the Creator. Um, so to speak, that we're not an animal at all. That we experience life and have a sentience and a consciousness that are more similar to the Supreme Being. And therefore, yeah, wouldn't that we, just be the angels then? What do you mean? Like, isn't that the point of the... Isn't that like the 12 angels? There's a bunch of different kinds of angels yeah. that do a bunch of crazy different Yeah, it was like things. the archangels and shit like that. But yeah. that's that's my thing. They were given purpose to watch over us, but they have their own sentience, their own life, but they're meant to be that. It's not just the same idea as we are they're, many angels. They're different in that uh, they're not like God. Mm-hmm. They're their own kind of thing. Okay. So, so they're a life force that is different than us and the animals. Uh, they're a whole other subsect. Um, and, and a lot of people would argue that, like, physics-wise, that they're more like lights and beams and energies and almost like uh, revolving fourth-dimensional things. Yeah. Um, so their experience... Uh, is unlike God's or ours. Because, uh, again, we would be experiencing things more like God yeah. than the angels. Uh, they have a com- completely different experience than us or the animals, basically. Yeah. One myth I want to talk to you about, okay. and a question for you following something else. Um, I'm going to go into the Greek gods so I can follow into okay. the mythos. Uh, humans. Okay, the idea of the mythos was there were the originals of the titans which birthed the gods mm-hmm. the humans existed all of that yep. and the theory originally was that humans were built with two heads four arms four legs strange and we were impossibly strong huh. so the titans or gods i don't remember which one but out of fear separated into half one had two arms two legs each man woman huh. intriguing so and the idea is that well, when you find the one, you're stronger. That's why you're always looking for love. Yeah, two halves make a whole. Find your soulmate. Once you have your whole twin flame, whatever you want to call it, you are how you were supposed to be. Yeah. You found your one. Become one person. I just think Again. that's beautiful for that thought. Yeah, <laughs> for reunited like, into one thing. Yeah, and then uh, for the Greek gods and shit. So Greeks, Romans as a whole, amazingly entertaining thing. Talk about another podcast. But they had the same gods with different names. Mm. But you can see that, like, Caesar was married to Cleopatra. Yeah. Weird to fucking think about, because I thought ancient Egypt was way before Rome. No. Yeah, they were eerily uh, similar in timeline. Um, When Cleopatra was in charge, actually, the pyramids were so old that apparently they were trying to study them back then, too. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's how you know. I just love that. (laughs) But... When the Greeks met the Egyptians and they talked about their 12 gods, the prophets, the micro-gods, they're your gods. Vikings, very similar. If they had their gods, you have yours. I accept them because everyone had a god of war. Yeah. Apollo was the god of the sun, as the Aztecs have. Whoever theirs was, the Egyptians had Ra, like... All of them combined with the same gods and everything, even though they're all different, different beings, different whatever. And then the Christian belief came, there's only one true God. Mm-hmm. The three spirits, blah, 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 that whole thing. In the Bible, 
there's a line somewhere where it goes along the line of like uh he protects us and she's out of the blue and shit but it went from many gods controlling many different things but mm-hmm. also humans being at god's wrath do you think that the original scripture had these same idealisms of there were those other gods it's a fact they were being denied he protect us so it's not the fact that there's one god there were many one that protects us now yeah, that's that's a very uh, interesting theory there. I feel like I talked for a while. But I'm so sorry. I was just like, history. Yeah, well, there's quite a lot uh, to unpack there even. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, you've got all these, uh, these different theologies and mythos and uh, creation stories. They always did have many gods. Yeah. Um, and they were gods for different things. And you could almost argue that it was people kind of putting uh, imagery or uh, feeling or vibration or, or spirit to things. Uh, yeah. They were kind of uh, defining them uh, into each kind of these feelings or vibes being a different thing. Each one of them denoting their own god for its, each and to own specific reason. Yeah. Um, so I think what really it boils down to is that uh, the scripture then eventually tells us that these were many, many false gods, uh, mostly from pagan or pagan-like religions. Yeah. Um, uh, people attributing power where there wasn't any. And that was the idea of the false god. Um is that somebody was uh, aimlessly believing in something that had no power. Um, That's where we get the scripture talking about the one true God. Um, And some people have even argued that the Old Testament depicts the God of war and that the New Testament depicts a different God. And what's Mm -hmm. funny about that is that the Old Testament depicts uh, God the Father, and the New Testament depicts God the Son. So it is kind of talking about two different parts of the same thing. Again. Yeah. Uh, and that's why those differences can be seen. But it's because of the, you know, the Trinity idea that we have to have both a one true God that is just, uh, but also forgiving. Yeah. A uh, one true God uh, that is wrathful of the fact that there is sin and our shortcomings and failures and it hurts, but also the ability to overcome, forgive, and move past and forward uh, to growth and regeneration, yeah. so to speak. Um, and so that's where you kind of get the uh, the separatism uh, almost of the one God. Uh, kind of similar to there being different gods, only, again, it's not denoted to elements and uh, different things that we encounter here in the earthly realm uh, in our physics. Yeah. Uh, but more uh, the big picture and idea of it. That's a lot to unpack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll hit you with one uh, a little squirrely. Okay. Uh, it really makes you think, I'd say. Right. Uh, and that is, some say that in the beginning there was nothing. Yes. Almost any religion or idea of where we came from, there's nothing. Yeah. And then something. Um, some people would say the first thing was the Big Bang. Mm. Uh, and I can show you the Big Bang right there in the beginning of the Bible. It says, God said, let there be light. Yeah. Big Bang. 
Um, and then there's other uh, histories and mythos that tell us in the beginning there was nothing, and then there was the question. Yeah. And the question was, what am I? Um, and I can show you that in the Bible as well. In the beginning, there was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Yeah. It, part of the Trinity. Uh, it's kind of foreshadowing. That, that would have been Christ, uh, so to speak. Um, but again, I thought about this uh, for a long time. In the beginning, there was nothing, and then there was the question. The question was, what am I? The first of the yeah. word. And I was like, how do you figure out what you are? And I thought about this for like years. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you are nothing beforehand, where do you begin yeah. figuring out what it is that you are? <laughs> There's nothing to base anything on. So for What's years, weird is it's like I the idea of the brain just, the brain named itself. Yeah, yeah it did. Yeah. <laughs> it did. What am I? <laughs> brain. Brain. <laughs> I am brain. Nice to meet you. Oh. What the fuck am I in? <laughs> We're just a... I'm a mech suit, man. <laughs> I'm a mech suit from my brain. What are the um, brains of the aliens? I, I, <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm going to hit you with a new one, okay? In every religion, there is something with the afterlife. of the good, bad, you die in battle, you go Valhalla. Uh, that's a straight bike. Yeah. Pause. And playback. Sorry for the interruption. All right. So I know where my... I remember where my line of thinking was going. So... Valhalla. Yeah. Valhalla, heaven, fucking the afterlife, right? Uh-huh. Now, the idea of God gave us Earth, experience Earth, when you come back, we will judge you for your soul of who you are, of heaven, hell, all that shit, right? Mm-hmm. But it also says you are forgiven of your sins. Mm-hmm. He died for your sins. You are given forgiveness. He walks with you. He knows what's going to happen. Which is that question of, do you have freedom or like free thought if he knows what's going to happen? And it's like, is this meant to be lined up and all this other shit? I won't get into that. I won't get into Earth. We'll do that in episode four, I think. Maybe. We'll find out. Remind us. (laughs) (laughs) To talk about Earth. Yes. Uh, No, no. Heaven and line of life, whatever. But Earth, we're going to talk about that right now. Um, he gave us earth, gave us forgiveness, wants you to experience life and go back. You're punished for the sins you do. Don't do them unless you are forgiven, except him holy. You are forgiven, right? You as a father have kids. Mm-hmm. You want them to have a good life. Yep. You want them to enjoy their life. Yep. If they make it to the age of 20, that means you were a good father. When? You might Survival. not have been a good father. Like, what? Don't spank and, well, spank. Hey, okay, I, but like... <laughs> What I'm saying is, didn't stop trying to run for it. You gave them a happy life in your hands. He gave us Earth. Go have a happy life. You can have a full life, a chaotic life, a sinful life. But if you are happy, you are happy. Everyone, I've seen some people get so crazy and caught up. They're like, if I don't do this by the book, if I don't blah, 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 I'm not going to heaven. And they don't enjoy their life. Yeah. So my question is, like, Earth was a present to us to enjoy. If you aren't happy with your life... Why would he? He built you this heaven to live on. Yeah. So I don't really prescribe to any dogmas or uh, what I would refer to as like ritualistic or like uh, even hedonistic uh, beliefs or values. Yeah. This is like uh, thinking about like the Catholic Church and swinging like the smoke ball. Or you have <laughs> to dress a certain way or you're not getting into heaven, buddy. Yeah. 
or uh, just uh, being chastised with the fire and the brimstone for uh, someone's certain behaviors. Yeah. Um, uh, again, because if they're reading their book properly, then they'd see that they're supposed to help people through this shit and not to place blame or be a judgy judge and uh, have these uh, disearnest uh, ways about them. Um, it was never meant to be the way that it is. Uh, our experience of Earth uh, was supposed to be more like a paradise and yeah. uh, free, uh, fun-loving existence, uh, carefree, uh, naturistic, uh, one-with-the-environment vibe. More like Avatar, I guess, Yeah, you might think. Um, but uh, one of his creations we know oh, caused no. huh. issues. Kids born nowadays will think of Avatar as the blue people now instead of the last airbender. That's too bad. That's so sad. That is too bad because Airbender was probably better. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> it was like so much longer and like half of it was filler and like it was the same thing. Yeah. Only it was slightly better filler than some of the DBZ stuff where they just screamed for a couple episodes. I mean, we probably pissed off a lot of people. Uh, <laughs> But we, look, <laughs> my favorite we got like, those episodes in America because we weren't allowed to get all the gore on our TV, and yes. that's why we got all these big, long cutscenes of talking that didn't really actually happen in the Japanese yeah. because they were busy cutting each other's heads off. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember, I think it was on Four Kids for a little bit there, right? And, uh, yeah, yeah, Funimation teamed up with Four Kids. They helped dub, whatever. But one of Four Kids' rules were people weren't allowed to die. Which made it really fucking hard. Really for difficult. Dragon Ball. Yeah. yeah. So um, there's like one great one where during the Cell games, Cell blows up the helicopter, right? And it cuts to a different scene. They're obviously dead. They're like, oh my god, he killed the people, blah, blah. But the American dub, I think it was like Hercule Satan. He's just like, oh, they have parachutes. <laughs> Handled it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I guess... uh. <laughs> on that note, uh, we'll have to find out next time what happens on the next episode of Splatter Thought Z. <laughs>